At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello all, and welcome to another Sunday Q&A. Coming to you at the new regular time of 6 o'clock in the evening on a Sunday. The reason for this is I want to kind of do a few more of those Life on the Road videos. You know, the one that I did like on the Good Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. The sequel's coming out tomorrow, 6 o'clock, you know. Done on Thursday and Friday, next couple of days. Find out what happens. It's eventful. Um, and it gives me more time to do the video in. Oh, that's the official excuse. The real excuse is the fact that you get more views if you put it at 6 p.m. rather than 6 o'clock in the morning. So, And, of course, now it's going at 6 o'clock. Rather than drinking um, coffee, have wine. I have actually had beer, just done a barbecue. Um, yeah, so I can drink wine because it's kind of in the evening. The fact that I'm actually really recording this at uh, seven o'clock in the morning is neither here nor there. That's not true actually, it's now 10 to six on Saturday. Done the garden, done a barbecue, everything's lovely. But we won't be overdoing that, instead we'll be doing this. So, what we got this week. Firstly, congratulations to James uh, Farrelly for passing your class two. Well done, my friend. He's out on the road in a truck. Good luck. I hope it works out for you. I'm certainly enjoying uh, going out on the road in mine. Uh, and also, big thanks to Paul Slight, who says, thanks for the video. Hope it helps some people work out whether it's for them. Um, again, long hours, but depends what you want. Paul, thank you. And we'll be doing more testimonials. Again, the six o'clock seems to be the time, so they tell me, like, you know. So I'm, I'm going to try and do, we've got a couple. I want to say a special thanks to S.A. Smith and Stephen um, Watkins who have both done testimonials. I think one's kind of Amazon-related, which I also think could be useful for people out there. But I'm just going to record them, and I'm just going to bang them out on Mondays, sort of as verbatim as they've told it to me, so you guys can get an experience of what it's like for other people to run on the CX, on the HX, in vans, as shippers, as Amazon. And you can make your own mind up. You guys do what you, you do. You You know the score. You do you. So main video this week was um, what if the shipper tries to deliberately overload you your responses I've got a link there actually I ain't around doing that yet um, Dale Steele makes the point he says the ministry plate overrides the manufacturer's plate vehicle could be downrated and this is true because I know I said this happened to my mate Tony in the fact he bought um, 
back in the old days with the Volkswagen vans used to have the engine between the two seats. He bought an LF45. I mean, we had we all we all we all no, sorry, LT. We all drove LT thirty five, three and a half tons. He bought an LT forty five, which is a four and a half ton uh, van because it was cheap, and then got it down, took it to the ministry, and went through the process of getting it down rated to say, I know it's it can carry four and a half tons, but I'm only going to carry three and a half tons, and therefore I don't need an operator's license. And then went and filled the thing with jeans. I mean, that's Tony. That's neither here nor there. But if you're overloading, it's your risk. As we, as comes on, Darren Quarterman says, he said, we deliver sand and soil in a three and a half ton and remove um, waste bricks and soil, but only take in one ton. He says, customers ask why 80% of the van is still empty. It's a bit like if you put like 20%, you got to drive off. So, oh, mate, what about the rest of the space? And you go, it's difficult to balance where most, well, most, well, over, but most people put three tonne. So they've got five and a half tonne on a three and a half tonne van. It's about there are a few police covering this crime. And this is an issue at the moment with the cutbacks and stuff like that. There is very few of the, um, the DVSA out there. Although we did get pulled early on. Uh, Mike got pulled, unfortunately, you know, once we run clean, got the green light. So now we have the green light, but that still doesn't stop. There are random spot checks. They'll wave in every van in five, every truck in five. If you want to run overloaded, you run overloaded, you risk, you risk, and that's just if they catch you when you're overloaded. What if something goes wrong? That's worse. So I, I recommend you don't, but like you said, difficult to explain to the customer, it's weight, not space. I've had that problem before. Um, Yorkshireman's Daily Grind says, don't forget whims on smart motorways. Weight in motion. All smart, all smart motorways have them as far as I know. Um, I question this whims. I mean, I don't know if it's there or there to scare us. So anyone who does know a little bit more about it, you know, the wise guys, please put it across. But the thing I have is how sensitive must a set of scales be that if you're driving at 56 miles an hour, either how sensitive or how long must the plate be, that if you're driving at 56 miles an hour, that it can actually weigh you as you go across it. I mean, I know technology is fantastic now. Maybe it does work. I just think the safest thing is just don't run overloaded and then you haven't got a problem, have you? Um, although we will see about that in the up-and-coming video on Monday. Don't forget to tune in. Six o'clock, new time. Right, got a new guy. Um, KASN Couriers. Done a couple of points, and I thought they're, they're definitely worth flagging up. He says, um, hi, Pete. Enjoyed the video. He says, I'm not sure if those of cars can report you for speeding, but according to my father-in-law, who has driven lorries all his working life, the police can prosecute you for TACO information up to 28 days after the offence took place. Presumably, they would have to know where you were at the time of the offence or to know you were speeding through you know, the limit and all that kind of stuff. I need to go back and ask him about this. I don't know if that um, occurs to speeding, and again, we'll probably turn like, you know, Nick Urban Trucker and all that other people, but I think what they do is they read your card, and if your card has any offences on it, like, for example, you um, you drove over hours, or you didn't take a sufficient break, or something like that, they can go, and they can find you £50, £100, £300, uh, you know, it's that thing, they will take your card out, they'll read the card, they'll read the taco head, they'll make sure that you're compliant. As for speeding... I don't know if that's an issue, but I'm sure that one of you guys out there knows much better. We'll clear that one up for um, KASN. So, also, he says, "Hi Pete, I noticed on driving hours in vans. I just can't remember which one it was. He said which video. He said, uh, did you know that according to the Gov website, van drivers, any professional drivers who are on non-taco vehicles, can drive for a maximum of ten hours out of a uh, can drive a maximum of ten hours out for a maximum of eleven hours." 
um, on a duty on a 24-hour period. So technically, if you were really asleep or doing other non-work-related stuff away from the van for a few hours, I suppose you could do the mega hours. But if you're involved in an incident or if you're pulled by Vosa, you might have a hard time proving it. We should also be taking, uh, making re uh, written records of our driving hours and brakes if the vehicle doesn't have a taco. It's an, it's an interesting point. I think the problem is what they can do is they can work out um, miles you've done that day, diesel receipts, stuff like that. If they really want to look into it, what time did you start, what time did you finish, what time did you load? I'm going to ring that guy and find out what time you loaded. If you, it's, 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 you're okay until something goes wrong. But the truth of the matter is you don't want something to go wrong. Um, you don't want the headache and you don't want the heartache. So the thing to do is just not to overdo it, I feel. And I've still got to get back to your man. I haven't got back to him in an hour. I spoke to him all the time. I spoke to him. Luke, I hope you're out there, mate. Give me a call. Hope you're enjoying the bank holiday. Um, also said, he said, on subject, I loaded a vehicle of cable ramps from one of the now closed COVID test sites. Um, he said, no one knew what they weighed. It just said, you'll be fine. I googled it, they weigh 14 kilo each, and I was uh, just under 200 kilos over. I showed the guy on site the weights of the units and told him how many I needed taking off. Luckily, he was an ex-lorry driver and was great about it. Uh, he, said, he said, yeah, fine, mate, no problem, like, you know. Um, it's not worth the risk. And that helped me take, it helped me take off the ones that needed removing. First time I've had to do it, and I was glad it was a decent bloke on site who carried it out safely. So um, KASN, thanks very much for the input. That's what you've got to do. Watch Monday. It'll all become clear. If you think you're overloaded or you've worked out you're overloaded and that kind of stuff, I thought I was on fine. In fairness, it transpires I could have been fine, but watch Monday. And um, you go, nope, don't do it. Don't take it. It's just not worth the risk. So, right, wise guys. What we got? We got some questions this week. Um, Tiffy Oso Cornwall says, um, Tiffy's, Tiffy's of Cornwall. I was going to you, sorry, I keep forgetting that. Tiffy's of Cornwall. Different question, Pete. If you please, what year did the CX start? And is it the same now as when it started? Where uh, were they limited to areas, you know, looking forward to your location video? That's all right, mate, it's coming out. Um, I have no idea because I've only been running on the CX now for, I think, about three years. Um, I know my mate Simple Brian's. He'd been running. He had a very low number. I mean, my numbers like in the fifteen hundreds, like you know, um, hundred fifty thousand, whatever it is. He had one that's got might have been on the fifteen hundreds, and I think he might have been on it ten years ago. But anyone who knows, if you wanted uh, uh, Tiffy's of Cornwall, let him know. Like you know, um, the, the fairest Steve Campbell. <laughs> we do it. Oh, this is quite interesting about the battery thing. I'm quite pleased about this. He says um, batteries need ADR if the total weight is. Over around 950 kilos, I think. He said you can carry around 900 litres of fuel before you need ADR. And he said also a litre of milk is 1.03 kilos. I think on the, on, the, on the fluid thing, to say a litre is a kilo, it pretty much seems to be on the money, unless you carry liquid mercury or something like that. Um, as for the ADR thing, um, bell, I like bell sization says... I asked the ADR question regards batteries and car transporters and electric cars. So say, for example, you're in a car transporter driving a load of Teslas um, during a CPC session. The man in charge of the session told me it's fine because they're exempt and you don't need a specific certificate for things like electric cars, but he wasn't sure. I mean, I've come to think of it because some of these electric cars have got very high strength batteries on them. So does that mean to drive a Tesla, I need an ADR certificate because I'm technically driving around in heavy rate batteries? 
Probably not. <laughs> you know, interesting comments, please. You know, kind of things. And Matt Hodges, um, hello, mate. He says, um, hi, Pete. The canisters I carry are full, but come under limited quantity. Black and white ADR placard on the sticker. The same applies to batteries because each small amount of hazard is individually packed and it lessens the risk. So it's this ADR thing, as Daniel says, you really want to drive around with a bomb on board? You go ahead. If you've got paid a lot more money for it, brilliant. If you want to carry around like a spade, you know, like a bucket and spade and some sand, like you're going to the seaside on the off chance you get an ADR job and then they go, we'll give another fiver. Is it worth the risk? I don't know. So, right. Trucks. Got quite a lot on trucks this week. Um, Gerard Elgin says, um, El Eglin says, which are the best hotels for overnight parking with a truck? Thinking M4, M5 corridor, cheers. What I find with those ones personally is the best thing to do is you try and Google a service station that's actually got a days in, holiday in, Lenny Emery Hotel attached to it because then you know you can get the, the um, truck parked. The problem that you've got is, you know, you might book one of these hotel places and then get, turn up ready, ready at a stop and realise that it's kind of, it shares the car park with a beef eater, a harvester and a Bernie Inn and you can't get a lorry in there. Whereas if you actually go to one that's like off a motorway services, which there are quite a lot of, as long as the truck park isn't full, you've got somewhere to park and somewhere to stay overnight. But I will welcome me, um, everybody else's comments. I also found... Junction 26. Now, I've driven past it a couple of times. It's on the M25. What a find that is. What a result. I was kind of short of driving time. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to make it to South Mims. I didn't want to stop on the M11. It was too early. And road laws took me to Junction 26. Lovely place. You can have a coffee. I because it said no free parking. So I went, look, can I pay you for half hour? She says, no, no, it's all right. So only if you want to park overnight. Add a... It's not often you can have a coffee next to a tropically painted Sherman tank with a flag on it. And they've got a barbers upstairs. I think they've got a sauna. I don't know what that's all about. But no, I think it is just a sauna. Um, but yeah, very pleased with 26. It's a very convenient, comfortable place to stop, like proper truck stop, not just sort of like services. I'm going to have to try and source some more of these. Of course, you guys out there that know more about it, stick it in the comments. Save me some grief, can't you? Um, Godzilla says, a quickie. You can speed in the truck. It's called overspeed when you exceed 90 kilometres per hour. Big hill with weight at the back uh, will easily push you over the 56 mile per hour limit. You get one minute to take control or slow down before the infringement is logged. No idea on the Bluetooth taco head, um, but I'll be buying a Bluetooth camera if it were me. And he also goes, we'll come back to Now, the overspeed has happened to me. But the thing about the overspeed is it says I'm doing quicker than 56 because I'm going 59. But I can do 60. So it's like, yeah. I'm over speeding, and if the DVSA pull my DVLA pull my card, the DVSA pull my card, stick it in their machine, and go, you were doing 59, I can go, yeah, I'm allowed to do 59, <laughs> I'm allowed to do 60. Just the taco logs me for overspeed, so I'm like, oh, the orange light comes on, you look up overspeed, overspeed, okay, fine. Um, as for thinners, I'm going to, do, I'm going to, have to try and clean my curtain up. That was um, Ian's idea. I'll let you know. I'll do a video, of course. You know stands to reason doesn't it really um if you want to give it a go find a local jewel paints and get it from there for the best price around don't buy the two the two pack of thinners as it's um a bit of a poison just five liters of anti-bloom thinners the good idea is not to have it on the day where you're driving as you may be um 
um, yeah, you may be sort of away with the theories, sort of off the smell or that kind of thing. I would store it afterwards in a private, in an old placky jerry can, so it, so it eats the tin. I don't understand a bit. Um, At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, but yes, now I've got five litres of Amazon. Get myself a rag. Get me, me, me new camera set up. I've got a mic now. I've got a clip on mic. I'm sort of super tech me now. And we'll, we'll see how we go. I'm going to start washing the lorry and it'll either be a really good idea how to clean your lorry curtain within us or don't do this. <laughs> I've just had to buy a new curtain. We'll see. Hmm, red wine. It's like coffee, but nicer. Hmm. London Creative says, hello, Nick. He says, uh, when you try the thinners and the rag trick, because I've got pallet ways on the side of my lorry, that's the bit you've got to take off. There's one that says we deliver all the time, and there's the flag thing, but the bit I need to get rid of is pallet ways. That's the bit everybody clocks. I said, start with the P and then do the ET. That way, if you fail to do any more, it will say always on the side of your truck. It could be positive or at least get you some funny comments, you know, on the q and I will probably, what I'll do is I'll work it backwards from ways. So it just says pallet because pallet's kind of a generic name. So if I can just get the ways bit off, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, 101 truck limit it says uh, hi Pete and everyone just wondering what your average fuel consumption on the, on the 18 tonnes is my fuel bill um, used to be around four, I think about £400 a week when I was driving 7.5 tonne in the 18 tonne it went up to £500 a week it's currently has gone up to around £700 a week um, and it's now coming down slightly because the fuel prices seem to be normalising a little bit I would expect to do, um, I don't know, 1,500 miles in a week. Although, in an ideal world, particularly, you've got to keep your eye on this. I, I used to think, I'll take that job down at Bournemouth. I'll get it down there. I'll tip it. I'll come back empty. And now I go, no. Because the amount of because no one wants to sell the jobs any, any more money. They still go, well, that's the price. And the, the fuel's dearer. I think, well, let someone else run it. In an ideal world, you want two short jobs in an 18 ton kind of distribution distribution to distribution amazon in uh, dunstable to milton keynes and then amazon in milton keynes to dunstable waiting for two hours but getting decent money that's what you want they're not out there at the moment hopefully they'll come back 
So, um, uh, Sir Moxes, how much is the difference when it comes down to money? So I work a class one driver in Milton Keynes and I'm making £18 an hour, including holiday pay. How much would I earn if I was an owner-operator? So I'm going to be honest with you, I did have to think about this one and I could be wrong. And part of me does think, am I just saying this to try and protect my own interests? But I think if you're just doing it for you, it's not worth it. If you're a class one driver, you're getting decent money with a decent firm, you're getting holiday pay, you're getting guaranteed money in your bank every week, it wouldn't worth it. It's not worth it. You've got to bear in mind, I'm trying to build a business here. I've got four trucks. We've got an office. I kind of started in a van and upgraded the trucks. If I just wanted to drive a lorry, I'd probably be just going to get a job. But I've got plans. I'm <laughs> all crazy though they are. I have got plans. Um, but if you, all you want to do is drive a truck and get paid, I'd just drive a truck and get paid. You'd probably get a much nicer truck to drive than we provide. You know, I'm driving around a 7,000 pound trucks. Some people have got 100,000 pound trucks. So... But ultimately, the choice is yours. You know, the, the questions come out there, the comments come out there, read between the lines, you decide. I wouldn't bother, but it's up to you. Um, oh, you're also right. Girinek says, um, I need some advice and wanted to get a seven and a half ton loader into my yard for skips. Now, he, he's done two or three. I know you've asked these questions before. I did get a response off of Nick, um, the urban trucker, and I did record it a couple of weeks ago, but I kind of fell behind my video. So what I've done is I'm going to schedule that video to go out on Tuesday. Here's the big response from Nick. Watch that. And then any other questions come back to me. So, but yeah, sorry it's taken me so long to get back to you, but there is a response. And you'll get a personal response coming this Tuesday. Sorry it took so long. And finally, uh, Steve says, Hi, Pete, I have questions. Why not use an 18, why use an 18 ton, not a 26 ton? And how much um, does your lorry consume in fuel? The reason I recommend 18 tons is there's not that many more jobs for 26 tons. Uh, you will get, I mean, having said that, a few times now where they've gone, that's 15 pallet spaces. Can it be double stacks? No, well, you, you can't get it on an 18 ton. An 18 ton will carry 14 standards or 18 euros with the pallet truck slid in at the back, like, you know. Um, so there are times where 26 tonne would come in handy. I have, I did toy with the idea of getting, if, if the right truck had been up there for the right money, I would have bought it, but you're doing extra fuel. They are heavier on the fuel. It's a heavier mower. So if you're running all the time, and you bear in mind that half the jobs I do are seven and a half tonne jobs anyway, you don't need to go the extra thing. If the right truck was there for the money, I would have done it. But 18 tonne just seems to be the sweet point for us. Whether it's for you, don't know. Works for us. Right. Miscellaneous. Uh, Steve at, SDC, at SDC Services. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Um, he says, right, man in the middle. He says, a shipper friend of mine puts a job on the CX, uh, 240 miles, long wheelbase, and gets 30 plus bids. Half a dozen 200 pound bids, um, a few 300 pound bids, and a load of 250, 260 bids which is okay on a long wheelbase. It's kind of about the right money, I suppose, now. He says, all have good feedback, and the job is going to the middle of nowhere. From a business point of view, the 300 bids are crazy, and the middleman bids are left behind for the cheaper £200 bid. The middleman bids, um, who just want to earn a humble living, is, is left behind because of the stupid drivers that are killing the trade. Sorry for ranting. I just find it so frustrating. I don't blame the CX or the shippers. It's the drivers. And we've had this conversation before about the conveyor belt of fools. But the difficulty you've got, Steve, is the fact that of those half a dozen £200 bids, one might be from a guy. It's going to Wales. It happens to be Milton Keynes. He lives in Wales. And he's going, 
200, I'd give, I'd give 150 quid. It's, you can't get it right place, right time. It is, it's an auction site, it's a bidding site, it is what it is. And yes, I understand your chagrin, but it, that's kind of life, isn't it? You know, sort of, not right, but it's okay. Uh, by 72 says, Colnbrook near Heathrow, oh, because we must be talking about, um, I think it was the jobs that were coming out for my mate, can't remember his name now. I'll read it down somewhere. Um, I don't know where. Um, yeah, and he was my mate who runs at two o'clock in the morning. He said it's probably um, freight or AOG jobs. The truth of the matter is in Colnbrook, there's loads happening all the time. You've got Virgin up there. You've got um, oh, the, the, the Cafe Pacific. There's loads of airlines and just general freight places. And they might say, I know there's well, the one I used to pick up from, KWE. I used to pick up at three o'clock, three in the morning. They're, they're running all the time. They're running 24-7. That's the, that's the Birmingham job I used to do when I had a sleeper. But, yeah, no, if you're in that area, there is work to be had. You can run you can run the night shift up there. You can't basically run it everywhere, but if you happen to be near sort of like airports or distribution hub, you can. And good luck to him. Um, Mo Rice says, Hi, guys. I just joined the CX. I want to know how much to charge per mile for a small van and a long wheelbase van. I'm out of touch with this stuff, but I would say small van probably now is about 75p a mile. Long wheel van is probably around about a pound a mile, slightly less. Start slightly cheaper, work your way up. But other people, I'm sure, will comment. And um, like I say, I'm truck driver now. I can't. I, I, I can't, in all honesty, give you the definitive amount because I don't do it no more. Um, Shane Hardy says, Hi, Pete. Enjoyed the video. Uh, completely irrelevant question, but wondering if the Van Gogh network is still going. Looking forward to your response. No, Shane. <laughs> the Van Gogh network is definitely not going. It was some harebrained scheme that me and Al came up with when we started, not realising that, A, it was massively, you couldn't do it, you're not allowed to do it. Secondly, would be massively frowned upon by the industry. And thirdly, turns out to be an absolute nightmare because there's just not enough money on CX jobs to pay the driver and pay you and pay everybody. It was, I wouldn't say it was a disaster. I would say it's a learning curve to a man who, is, who still doesn't know what he's doing and was totally naive and new to the industry. Sounded like a good idea on paper. Subcontract, there is a video. I'll do you a link. Subcontracting on the, and this, and the Courier Exchange, really bad idea. I know, I tried it. If you want to try it, you can tell me in six months what a disaster you had, because I don't believe anybody pulls that one off. Um, back to um, Gilatus Nick, it says, um, it's about time the CX introduces a rule for shippers to describe dimensions and weight on goods. Enough is enough. The problem you've got, mate, is a lot of the time the shippers that are posting the jobs don't know. I had a job just last week, Friday or Thursday, and I was picking up in, it said it was picking up in Northampton, but it was actually picking up in Rounds, which is not, it's near a Kettering. And it was on the second floor, and the guy said, oh, we've got to take out some desks and chairs. I thought, this is a removal job. He took out six desks and six swivel chairs and some COVID screens, which were some little bits of plastic. These desks, you know the ones they get at school, you know the one with the little flip-top lid with the inkwell, contemporary reference to the 18 to 25-year-olds, weren't much bigger than that. Honestly, you could have got them in a long wheelbase. I'm like, you put an 18 ton for this. Got to the other side, and the lady went, oh, I thought the desk might be bigger. Even if they were bigger. So a lot of the time, the people that are booking the vehicle, either A, are trying to get it on the cheap, or B, have absolutely no idea what they're transporting. So it's not always a shipper's fault. But once again, I do understand your chagrin. 
uh, Bill said. He said, the thing I hate about the CX is the money is rubbish. They want £1,600 up front. He said, I got quoted £3,900 insurance. Also, I hate speed cameras and I hate waiting times and fuel costs. And JCB is a big no-no. I also think he turned around and said, I must have a dog. Bills, mate, you do you. It's absolutely fine. You do you. No one's telling you what to do. You find what works best for you. Good luck. <laughs> Once again... I, I, was it my mate, my dad's old mate on the flowers? He was one of the first guys when I bought my lorry. I, used to, um, I spoke to him which one's the best one to get. And I said, Is it a reasonable price? And he came up with a phrase and he said, Something is worth what someone is prepared to pay for it. And that's why the CX is the price it is because people are prepared to pay that money for it. If they suddenly put it up for like £1,600 to ten grand, they wouldn't get any tankers. If they put it down to a tenner, they'd have like a million jobs, but they wouldn't make any money. It's, 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 it's kind of a graph on the. the um, the old economic supply and demand. You've got to try and hit the middle point. They'll, they'll put the price of what people are prepared to pay. Pay it, don't pay it. Sure, cool. And in conclusion this week, uh, Steve at SDC Services said, I take two dogs everywhere. I've got one hanging on the front of my van and one hanging on the back of my van. Never had any issues. Number plate, S-D-O-6-D-A-D. That's not dog. That's D O six. Looks a bit like dog, but it doesn't. So your number plate is dog dad. Steve, <laughs> I feel there might be a nickname coming on here. Steve, dog dad. If I remember, I'll put it on next week. I don't know why my memory's getting really cloudy recently. Uh, give me the keys I can drive. I'm allowed to do it. It's quarter past six on Saturday. I'm allowed to have a drink. Um... In the morning. Not in the morning. Not in the morning. It's definitely in the afternoon. Um, I lose track. Uh, White Van Man says, because I said, if I'm, said, if I'm, you know, I'd rather be in a place where there are 20 jobs, where there are 10 jobs and 20 vans, than a place where I'm the only van, but there are no jobs. I said, if I could be on the moon, I'd get no jobs. He said, if I'm the only van on the moon, I'm not getting a job. But it would make for, for a very good YouTube series. Yeah, I fancy that. I always fancy the Space 1999 thing. Well, it's what be an eagle pilot, the other ones, because they, they're basically just like truck drivers. They sort of drop a container, pick up a tr container. Or an X-Wing pilot, they all wear high-vis. Heroes in high-vis. We've done the video. Um, yeah. And also, the final, the final word this week uh, goes to Gennatus Nick, who says, what a sweater. Thank you, Nick. I passed that on to my wife. That was the blue cable knit sweater that I had on um, last Q&A. My wife knitted me that. Like I say... I'm 52 years now. Um, she knits I sp and has plants. I spent the afternoon in the garden. If you'd have told us this when we were 21, we'd have laughed at you. Gone, never going to happen to us. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. So right. So I hope we call with a new a new time. Six o'clock. Like I say, the the next life on the road video. The the, the follow up to my week on the HX goes out tomorrow at six o'clock. There'll be um, testimonials going out at six. There's the, the, the um, Skip video out going out on Tuesday for your man. Um, it just seems to be a convenient time for everybody, like you know, um, mainly for cheddar cheese for Pete, if I'm honest. But and I'm going to try and do a few more of these life on the road videos because, in all honesty, I've covered most of the topics. And I know people will ask me questions now, and they'll go, "Well, what about this?" And you'll you'll start down the road of the question, and then realizing that you're kind of repeating yourself. And I don't really want to repeat myself. I will still address your questions. We'll still do the Sunday Q&A. I'll still do stuff about the, um, the career exchange 
if something ever pings up and I go, I've not covered that. But in, in the space of over five, 600 videos, I've probably pretty much covered it all. So um, anyway, thanks for watching as always. I hope you're having a fantastic bank holiday and Tuesday, time to take care, take money. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.